How do you create an online business without using websites? You're tuned into Dog Walk Marketing with Oso and Theo. Follow me while I document my journey to build my own profitable online business. How will I be able to break away from my job that I hate and be able to not only support my family but create a lifestyle that they deserve? How will I do this completely from scratch with a proven online sales system that does not use websites? Follow me and see what happens. Good morning, marketers. It's Dog Walk Marketing with Oso and Theo on this lovely Monday morning. Hopefully you had a great weekend and you are going to prepare yourself for a wonderful, prosperous week. Um... I was, uh, last night I was actually online looking for a, a washing machine because my washing machine just went, <laughs> it just went, it just went to this pot. Um, it was like, this blew up basically on us. So I have to find a new washing machine. So I was online looking at washing machines and I came across some, you know, nice, uh, washing machines online. It's, it's really pretty simple nowadays to look for a washing machine, um, or anything online. Uh, you can find things um, that you want, and you can purchase them, you know, online, and you don't have to leave your house. I mean, you can actually go into the store and see the store with all the photos of it, you know, and see the washing machines. Sometimes you can see the inside and out, and just, uh, or whatever uh, product you want, and buy it. And they have reviews of the place, so you can, you know, make sure that this place is, you know, accurate. Uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, I mean... Everyone knows this, but I'm just, you know, I'm getting to a story here, so bear with me. But yeah, so you could actually see, you know, what people are saying about the store, if they're good or bad, reviews, you see the inside of the store, you can see everything. I mean, you never have to leave the comfort of your home. So that way, when you do go out, you're, you basically know exactly where you're going. You don't have to, don't have to do as much shopping around, quote unquote. You do everything, you do your shopping around at the comforts of your home, at your desk, on your computer. Now, it wasn't always like this, of course. You know, people who've been around know that the internet has not been around forever, so, and it hasn't been developed to the sense that it is now when it did come out initially. Um, so, be, what, ha, what was it like before the internet is the question. Well, before the internet, how did businesses advertise? Well, they, of course, had the newspaper. They could advertise in the newspaper every week or every day, depending on what they wanted to do. And they would get an ad in there, be able to put a hook to get people's attention when they're reading through the newspaper, get their phone number, contact information, you know, get a, get a, you know, put their offer in. If they have, you know, like a car for sale or, or what have you, they could actually put a picture in there and things like that. So they also had the yellow pages. Now that's what I wanted to go into a little more of that. The yellow pages. Um, now there was a white page also for you know, personal um, phone numbers, individual phone numbers. But the yellow pages was similar to you know, putting an ad on Google, I guess, where you pay for you know, an ad and uh, you would uh, get your name, number, phone number in there. If you don't pay for the ad, you can actually um, get your name and number in there, but you won't have a big enough ad. You'd have like a small, small ad. It's kind of like putting your name on the website, putting your website up. So in the yellow page, you'd pay accordingly. You know, you have a big page, you get, have to pay more. If you have the full page, pay more than a quarter page and so forth. And in those yellow pages, you would have your hook, you know, something that would grab someone's attention as they're flipping through 
looking for their service or product. And usually, a lot of times it's a picture or, or a big headline saying special or sale or, or what have you. Or, you know, or lowest cost in town, you know, something that would grab someone. And then you have your phone number and such. And this is how people used to, um, you know, get business. But before that even, people, how would people get business? Well, how they would get it is they would be, get it by, quote unquote, what we call word of mouth. Or what we now say, referrals or affiliate. I mean, not really affiliates, but because they wouldn't get paid on it. But it would be more referrals, referral base. Now, a referral-based business model, of course, you're going, to, you're going to have to make sure people know about you and you do good service. So that way, when they refer you, they refer you in a proper manner. Okay? And the nice thing about a word-of-mouth you know, person that comes into your store, they're basically sold on you before they, you, you have to worry about it. Because someone said, you know, hey, this store does a great job. They do an excellent job. I, I would recommend them. And they go under the recommendation of their friend or peer. Now, this is something that you have to look at when you're building your own business model now. And how are you going to develop that in this day and age? Well, in this day and age, we have social media. So you want to, you know, have them put, you want to ask and request your clients to, you know, put up nice uh, information on social media. Because everyone now looks at social media as their referral base and also they should be doing reviews on your site you know so if you have reviews you want to make sure people give you good reviews so that way again it's another referral based um, lead now th these leads that you you know or these uh, people that come on here and tell you talk about you is fantastic but what if you've got someone who is well known talking about you it's like a spokesperson I mean, that's what they used to do with Colgate and all that stuff. They get spokespeople to talk about it. And, uh, and when they get a spokesperson to talk about what you say, oh, wow, he likes it? I got to have it. Because these, these spokespeople, you know, are developed to, to have a presence. And the presence was actually developed to make sure people follow them. I mean, they're basically one big hook, you know, these uh, spokespeople. So these people, you know, because you, you see, uh, I don't know who's out today. I'm not <laughs> up on everything. But let's say, uh, I don't know, uh, Tom Hanks or, oh, yeah, that's old. Um, I don't know. There's so many people out there. But, you know, say, say you, you get, you know, say Britney Spears or, or Justin Timberland to speak on your product, for example. And uh, I know I'm aging myself with these names because it's probably someone fresher and newer, but that's for the, uh, the nature of the, of the speaks here, so bear with me. So you get someone like that to t say something about your product, you're going to get some exposure, ex massive exposure, because people are going to look at that and say, wow, if they are going to want this product or service, then you know th there must be something to it. Even though they're just a, a human being like you and me, there's nothing, there's nothing special about them. I mean, they acted, they, they were just in the right place at the right time and started acting and they were just promoted accordingly and branded. But let's go back, this, I digress, um, but say they, they, they do speak about your product and then you, of course, will get more exposure. Of course, the more exposure you get, the more people's eyes will see your product, the more people's eyes see your product, the more apt they're going to use your service or product.
But it's not just the more that you're going to see, but they also have an influence on these people. These people follow these celebrities or influencers and feel that they know what they're talking about. They, they trust them, okay? And when they trust them, they're going to trust what they say. You know, so that's, they've built up this trust. Now, if you don't have that trust with this person, you know, these people that you want to market to, but you get someone that does have that trust with them, you build trust because now you're associated with the person they trust. So that's why it's always good to look at trying to get some influencers, you know, to speak on your product. And you can get them you know, quite easily. It's not that difficult. Uh, you can also uh, create a, a, uh, you know, a, a platform where you can talk to them, like a podcast, as I mentioned uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, they, they want to be out there too. So a lot of times if you do a podcast, these influencers are willing to jump on there because the more exposure they get, as they say, there's no publicity as, you know, there's no, nothing as bad publicity. That's the saying. There's nothing such as bad publicity. Even bad publicity is good because it just keeps them exposure, keeps them in the limelight. So uh, my recommendation today is to look out for influencers. There are a couple of different sites you can go to. If you'd like more information about that, I can show you show you that you can come to realskills.com and ask for that. That's R-E-A-L-S-K-I-L-L-Z.com. And I can help you with that to get more influencers for your business. Anyway, uh, I wish you all the best and have a great, great, a wonderful day. And let's start the week out fresh and let's keep on marketing.